The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. And so confirmation came at the weekend of the retirement of the greatest ever manager in senior inter-county hurling, Brian Cody, stepping down as the boss of Kilkenny, having taken up the job in November 1998 and since then having won 11 All-Over All-Ireland titles, 18 Leinster senior hurling titles, 10 national leagues. We're joined by Seamus Hickey, former Limerick All-Ireland winner, John McIntyre, former Tipperary player and also manager with Offaly and Galway. And John, there may be some dispute in years to come as to the greatest team of all time. This Limerick team might go past the Kilkenny team that won the four in a row between 2006 and 2009. But I don't think there's ever going to be any dispute, is there, no matter what John Kiley achieves at Limerick, as to who the greatest manager is. No, there's no doubt about that, man. I mean, I go back, you know, when Mick O'Dwyer, I think, won eight All-Irelands with Kerry footballers, that brilliant Kerry team in the in the 70s and the 80s. We thought we'd never see anything like that again. And what Brian Cody has done with Kilkenny is simply off the charts. He, he turned Kilkenny into a winning machine. To to be at the helm for 11 All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championships is, is just... It's just staggering, and now that he's left the stage, I think there will there will only now be a real appreciation of of what he's done. And I mean, he moulded three or four different Kilkenny teams during his twenty four years in charge. And um, you know, he, he he was a non compromising figure at the helm. He didn't do sympathy. You know, when the likes of Brian McAvoy, Charlie Carter, Char- Fitzpatrick uh, left, we'll say premature. Surely, you know, Cody wouldn't have been ever, would have been against everything he believed in to beg them to come back. So, like... Well, sorry, sorry, a, John, I have to interrupt. I mean, was it necessarily their choice to go? When you say they left prematurely, was it maybe prematurely in their own eyes, but there was no sentiment on his part. He didn't see the roles for them in the squad that they saw for themselves. I completely agree, Matt. I mean, he didn't do compromise. He wasn't this type of manager that put his arm around players or anything like that. It was a hard learning school, Nolan Park. You, you know, you, 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 if you, you bullied or, or, you know, if you didn't, you know, you, you, he brought in this template where Kilkenny were never going to be bullied on the playing field. You know, they laid down the law, they lived close to the edge, they had some epic battles with Tipperary, and like he had some of the greatest players, admittedly, under his wing, but he kept them hungry. And I think tactically, Brian Cody was underestimated as well. You go back to the 2012 All Ireland hurling final replay against Galway, Matt. Like he, he plucked Walter Walsh from nowhere, and he ends up uh, being managed to match. And he had that kind of genius. And uh, even this year alone, I mean, to get that Kilkenny team to take Limerick down to the wire in the All-Ireland Hurling Final was a magnificent achievement. And I thought on the basis of that, that he would give it one more year. So I'm slightly surprised he's gone, even though it shouldn't be a surprise. Seamus, John there made an interesting comment about, you know, he had great players because there is this phrase, you know, it's great players who make great managers, that you could be the best manager in the world, but if you're working without the talent, you're not going to win all Ireland's and the rest of it. But what does it say about Brian Cody? I mean, it can't just be down to great players because he built, what was it, about four different teams to success during his time. Yeah, so 18 Leinster titles are not one 
with the same 15 or even the, the 15 plus 5. What I do think Brian Coley had was he did, he, did a gen, he had generational talents in the likes of Shefflin. He had the tail end of DJ Carey uh, to kind of start the standards that he wanted to impose as a manager. I thought he brought, you know, from, from day one, he brought a, an expectation for uh, commitment, professionalism. And, you know, he, from his own days as a player, brought that hunger and desire. So he, he had the tail end of, of, of a great, like, DJ, had the beginnings with that incredible team from the 2000s. But like John was said, you know, he, he, tactically, I don't think he's he's probably underrated because of the players he had. My playing days against Kilkenny, I could have seen Eddie Brennan in the corner. I could have seen Richie Power at wing forward. I could have seen Henry Shefflin on the edge of the square. I could have seen Martin Comerford in a different place. You, I, I was a firm believer that Kilkenny believed in matchups, and they believed in getting the best um, of the matchups that were available to them against the team they were playing. And that didn't that didn't repeat uh, game to game. Uh, and it was something that you know we experienced firsthand. Uh, you know, being surprised to see the likes of Henry at the edge of the square instead of centre forward, where you might have prepared a week in advance uh, to try and nullify the space that he creates out there. So that puts teams off kilter and off and off uh, off edge. But what I would say when it comes to the players, and it's something that I've I've respected immensely about him over the years, was that at the end of the game, he gave all the credit. Um, in the winning arena, and even in the, in the losing arena, when you look at the the All Ireland that they've just that they just, I suppose, fought bravely in and, and came up short, he gave all the credit to the players, uh, and he was a firm believer in in all the success that was won and that was achieved. It was down to the to the commitment and and the performance of the players, and I think that was felt. And I think in in when you talk, when you think about the uncompromising nature of his management style, I think that's why you still had lads respect and go to the well for him so much. Yes, he had strong feelings as to when a player uh, was finished giving the standard that, that he felt was required. But the players that he did have and the players that he did pick to go out in the field, he backed them 100% and believed that you know the results on, that they generated at the end of the game were down to their performance and their commitments. And never claimed, I believe, anything that I've ever seen, never claimed that honour or that glory for himself. The intensity with which they played it was a standout feature of all Kilkenny's successful teams under Cody. Uh, almost brutal in the way that they took on the opposition. What was it like to experience that? I mean, I don't want to be reviving bad memories for you, but you were there uh, as part of the Limerick team in 2007 when Kilkenny tore into you. Yeah, and, and that was, that was the, the, the known standard at the time was you meet the physicality and the intensity or you're not in the game. Uh, and that was that was mentioned a couple of times. And, and I think some people took it as a slight on the skill of the Kilkenny team that uh, if you couldn't match up with them physically, or sorry, if you could match up with them physically, well, then automatically their, their skill wasn't as good as they thought. But that's that was a misnomer. The reality was that they had probably the most skillful team in the country. But what separated them and made them, you know, a, a really daunting opposition is that, you know, any team can be beaten on a given day, but they refused to give you the opportunity on that given day. They they didn't do um, under or I suppose undercooked performances. They didn't come to the game off the pitch of the of the battle. So they that was kind of a tenant of those those teams that when you came into the first 10 minutes of the the game against Kilkenny, you really did have to give it uh, your all. I see I see echoes of it now in what Limerick are facing in the last two years when teams absolutely throttle into them to try and match them 
on the physical stakes. But it was that Kilkenny team from the 2000s and their conditioning that really set the standard there. You know, from the likes of Brian Hogan, the centre-back, Noel Hickey, JJ Delaney, physically imposing men that were able to, you know, to dispossess a player, physically outmuscle a player, and then distribute good ball to forwards that could win their own ball. Martin Comerford, a nightmare to try and win under, mark under a high ball. Richie Power, strong men under high ball. Richie Power, when I, or sorry, Richie Hogan, when I think of him, as uh, as a guy under six foot, but uh, an incredible ability in the air to win his own ball because that was expected of a Kilkenny player, um, and that that physicality and that intensity was a hurdle to be overcome before you were even in in the battle in the first place. Seamus, before I go back to John, um, I just want to ask you about the psychology of the way he seemed to operate as a manager because there seems to be a modern twenty first century trend towards. Uh, Managers almost been psychologists, but also being understanding of players and of a more modern way of doing things. Whereas Cody may have been portrayed as somewhat old fashioned in his approach, that he was very much the boss and that he wasn't seen to be close to players. What do you make of all that? So, and again, it's very it's very difficult to have a true appreciation, a true understanding of what happens within the walls of 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 our intercounty team. Um, very, very close, very, very tight inter-county teams let very little out. Uh, and that Kilkenny team was a, a team that got on with business, didn't didn't leak teams, didn't talk about the game uh, until it was over uh, and didn't look beyond the next game. So it's very, very difficult to read into things that may or may not have happened. What we do know is the likes of an Owen Larkin coming out saying that it was Brian Brian Cody, who would have reached out to him, knowing that maybe something was off, that kind of flagged something in, in his own life that needed to be to be addressed. So, the, the, the capability and, and the ability was there. Now, the reason that management styles have changed over the last twenty years, um, I, I would say, is just a, a kind of a, a social development and the education of players is different, the professional requirements of, of careers is different, and you're not really, you know, you're you're not. It's not a one and done championship season where. It's all in for one big game, and then then we go home. We might train uh, once a week. It, it's turned into this exceptionally professional setup where players are committing their lives to it, and they really need to feel bought into it uh, and and sold on what the the leadership of the, the team is actually selling. So you know that has changed over the years. Cody, I would say, from the outside looking again, from my own perspective, has always had that consistent ability to uh, bring what he did as a player to his ability as, as a manager. And I don't think he asked any players to do anything that he didn't do as a player. And I don't think he asked any players to do anything that he wasn't willing to do as a manager. His, his willingness to be there an hour before the training session, his willingness to be there long afterwards, his willingness to put the time in. And I think that that engenders a, an, an amount of respect, even when people and players disagreed with him. Uh, and I know from when he came in to talk, speak to us in, in the dressing room many times after after we had we had lost to them, it was he reveled in the victory, not in the in the hurt imparted uh, on, on the vanquished. If you understand what I mean, yes. he he really did. He he valued Limerick as a hurling county. He genuinely willed us to be competitive, and you know he had an enormous respect for the game of hurling and the need for a competitive and strong hurling counties across the country. Because you know realistically, at the top level, there isn't as many as there is in football. So he that always carried through, uh, and he was always a very um, sincere. Um, and and I would say 
you know, well-spoken um, manager when he came into us. And, and to me, it, it engendered a massive respect personally for me for, for, for what he stood for. John, you understand what it's like to be an inter-county manager having done it for both Offaly and Galway. Uh, you did it for far fewer years than Brian <laughs> Cody did. I suppose the success that he had kept him in the job. But at the same time, John, 24 years is an extraordinary length of time to give that sort of commitment, isn't it? Oh, it's just phenomenal, Matt. Uh, but I think, as Shane assented, his love of hurling is exceptional. I mean, he he just loves the sport and he loves everything about the game. I remember when my first game in charge as, as Galway manager back in the spring of 2009, I think we played Kilkenny in a Walsh Cup game in Freshford. And I was congratulating Brian after the game. The match went to extra time and Kilkenny just edged, edged us out, out. And I just asked Brian to come in to talk to the Galway players afterwards. You know, and he offered plenty of encouragement. He He was very warm, sincere. And, I mean, I think that's an undervalued trait of him. People just see him on the sideline as this ruthless operator uh, who's continually barking at his players, driving them on. But he cultivated that winning mentality. He was absolutely ruthless. I mean, when Henry Shefflin and Tommy Walsh, two of the greatest hurlers of all time, you know, when their time had come, as Cody saw it, that they were no longer good enough to be on the first 15. He didn't sort of indulge their achievements in the past. It was all about the here and now. And when Cody won in All-Ireland, I think his immediate focus was on uh, targeting the next one. And you go back to 2010, Matt, that brilliant All-Ireland final against Tipperary when Tip stopped Kilkenny's drive for five. The following weekend, Tip came out and crushed Galway in the under-21 All-Ireland final. The loose talk at the time was Tipperary's. It was Tipperary's turn to go on and do the four in a row and maybe do the drive for five. And looking back on Cody's greatest achievements, I think to bring Kilkenny back to win the 2011 final against Tipperary was an exceptional achievement. And, you know, he's his achievements will, will stand the test of time. You know, he, he, his shadow hangs over hurling in a very positive way. But I think one of the things, though, his departure will mean is that opposition teams mightn't see Kilkenny as quite as formidable adversaries in the future. Yeah, I sorry, mean, John, he, was could, that, could, he was that prominent of, of a yeah. figure with Kilkenny. And John, could that mean, just in the time we've left to us, that he could, this could be for Kilkenny, sort of like a Manchester United moment when Alex Ferguson stepped down, that lots of big names could be mm-hmm. brought in to try and do what Ferguson had done, but they're just going to find it exceptionally difficult to do. Oh, it's an impossible act to follow, Matt, to be honest. And I don't envy the individual who who is anointed to take over from Cody. The smart money at the moment is on Derek Ling, who guided Kilkenny to the under-20 All-Ireland title this year. And he had former great players, Michael Rice and Peter Barry, as his lieutenants. But it's, it's, it's almost a poison chalice. But at the same time, Brian Cody has has done wonders for Kilkenny hurling. It's they're the most they're the most successful county in the history of hurling. He supervised achievements which will stand the test of time. And whoever takes over from Brian, 
they now have a team that is going to be extremely competitive. I mean, the loss twice in this year's Leinster Championship, I think Kilkenny are really faltering, and yet they come out, okay. you know, thunder past Clare in the All-Ireland semi-final and frighten the life out of Kilkenny in the All-Ireland final. Brian Cody may be gone, but, but his deeds will linger on in that Kilkenny dress room and, in, and inspire them to probable future success in, in the years ahead. OK, unfortunately, I'm out of time. I'm going to have to leave it there. Thank you very much, John McIntyre and Seamus Hickey. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-